you beat Chris Brown in a game of horse. <laughs> how how did this okay, game even come? Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> I was playing Chris's friends, and I was killing them in horse. And he came over and watched literally like the last couple of shots, and he saw me beat his friend. And then I was like, "All right, are you next?" And he's like, "No." He didn't. He basically said he didn't want to lose on his home court. <laughs> Sports. Go, Jalen. Go, Jalen. Faith. Oh, no. God help us. Celebrities. Kiff it. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast. Want to welcome everybody back to the podcast again, man. So, so freaking excited about this episode. Uh, Y'all know we usually talk football, all things Alabama, but anytime I can find somebody or I know somebody that's just an interesting person, like I I, I like to get onions on this show. Like they got layers upon layers upon layers. And this young lady definitely got some layers. One of the biggest Kentucky fans that I know. This is the Kentucky episode, so it'll be all things things wildcats on the show but not only is she a, a fan she's a former player for the uk wildcats and i can't wait to dig into her brain to see what's been going on with miss keila snowden how you doing young lady i'm good i appreciate you reaching out to me and having me on your podcast no i appreciate you just agreeing to it i know the schedule is busy you like on every commercial that i see every two commercials i'm like <laughs> There she is. She got curly hair on this one. It's laid on that one. I've been trying to like keep up, but how many commercials for how many products would you say you've done to this point? Just off the top, name the ones that you know. Um, maybe about thirty or so different products I've worked with. People that are listening to this podcast, they're going to look you up and see how you look. And now they're going to notice you on all the commercials. But it's so great to see you uh, doing your thing out there in L.A. So it's been amazing. Yeah, I know you played for U.K., but do you consider yourself a quote unquote lifetime fan? Were you always uh, a big blue nation? Oh, definitely. I think that's kind of the basis of what an athlete at Kentucky is kind of built upon. It's like, you're always part of the family, no matter what, like you graduate, you leave 10 years later, you come back. It's like nothing changed. That's Hmm. like the whole ideal of it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm big blue nation forever. And like, I'm from Kentucky also. So I think for me, it might be a little bit deeper just growing up around that atmosphere. But yeah, I think... (laughs) Safe to say I'm Big Blue Nation for the rest of my life. (laughs) When you were in elementary, middle school, it was dad and mom taking you to the games, or what was that atmosphere like? Um, So for me, it was more or less like playing travel ball and like going to the games. Like I remember one of my coaches from middle school, well, elementary and middle school, he would always take us to the games. So it's funny looking back now to see the pictures of me with like the old UK players and then to actually become a UK player. It was pretty special. Yeah. And I, and I brought up your parents for a reason. Cause you mentioned your dad had a dream about you playing for UK before you even actually played <laughs> for, was that just him being yes. a fan or did that really happen? No, I mean, it really happened. Obviously. Um, <laughs> So it was probably my senior year. Like, I had already committed to the University of Akron. Mm -hmm. I think that's when he had actually told me that dream. And I was just like, what? Like, you're crazy. Like, that's not going to happen. I wasn't getting recruited by Kentucky. Like, he legitimately told me that. And I was just like, this guy, he's 
he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like they're not after me. <laughs> how how do you win? What was it? Two state championships in Lexington. The Lexington paper calls you the queen of the three, but yet you have to go your first year to Akron and get overlooked by UK. How how does that even happen? Um, the thing about sports it's really tricky, especially when you are recruiting somebody to another level, and this goes across the whole board, people tend to look at statistics and more so like what they think you're going to be or like what it's not really, it's just kind of hard to explain. The sports world is so crazy because you could be like the star standout athlete. But for me, I was like undersized. I was a little smaller than a lot of the guards that play in the SEC. So Mm. That alone will have coaches overlook you. You know what I mean? So it's really tough to say. I don't know. I mean, everything ended up working out for a reason. And it's funny because my coach, Coach Mitchell, um, he actually recruited me when he was at Moorhead. And he got the job at Kentucky that summer I went to Akron. He was probably happy that so many people overlook you because he knew what the deal was. Yeah, I think so, too. (laughs) Are you just the only girl in the immediate family? Is it just three, four brothers? Yeah, I have four brothers, and I'm right in the middle. <laughs> I think I was the one that took basketball, probably the most serious. Would you say that uh, growing up in a house full of guys, is that does that make you a tougher SEC-type player? Oh, definitely. <laughs> growing up in a house of guys will make you a tougher anything. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just have to fend for yourself and – Get in how you fit in. <laughs> it, it seems like an easy transition because some of the latest commercials that I've seen with the uh, Nike Jumpman, you're, you're in the middle of the guys. I saw uh, Blake Griffin on the commercials, some of the other guys. Yeah. So, so yeah, what, what's that relationship or that endorsement and just being around those guys like? Honestly, working with Nike, period, has been a dream come true. That's just something – I feel like most athletes would like to do in their lifetime, especially being, well, now me being on the acting and like in the commercial world, that it's just such a dream come true. And they've been so amazing. Working with them is a blast every time I get to do it. So I'm just really thankful for that opportunity and being surrounded by greatness. I mean, it's just, you really can't beat it. It's such a blessing. You're listening to the funny man podcast. Chopping it up right now. On a Kentucky episode of the podcast with the with the wonderful Keela Snowton. And we, we actually met in L.A. What was that, 2014, 15? It's been a while. Yeah, we, we <laughs> background were. Background acting. Yeah, we, we were doing some background acting on a show called Sullivan and Son, R.I.P. to Sullivan and Son. Not our fault. The show got canceled, okay? <laughs> Our episode you was know, you awesome. You did those crosses wrong that day. That's <laughs> it was all your fault. <laughs> I, I don't think people realize like the background world of acting. It, it is a oh very serious gosh. thing. I'm so glad you mentioned that because honestly, shout out to all the background actors first of all because that hustle is like a whole other world. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy, but. I always recommend people to, if you want to be on set, start off background acting because if you take it seriously, you can learn a lot. Like, especially um, with live audiences, it's just you're a part of the show, but you're also watching the show. It's, it's really cool. I, I promise everybody, we're going to talk about football soon. Like, I feel y'all breathing. Like, <laughs> where the football? We're going to talk about football in a minute, but when you get Keela on, like, you got to just talk 
because uh, she's in the just not just being a great athlete world, but she's also a great actress. Her resume is growing daily. Uh, y'all have seen her. I promise y'all have seen her. You, just, you probably just didn't know, but the girl is on everything. And speaking of somebody who's on everything, like to all of us casual SEC fans who just really, you know, follow the, the conference and the sport, one of the fixtures at the UK games is Ashley Judd. Now, she's got her own political stuff going on. I'll let her have all that. But have you have you ever met her and, and just sat down and chopped it up about acting and basketball? You know, I actually haven't. And that is one person that I have always dreamt of just like having a conversation with, maybe even possibly getting like a mentorship, just something. Just because having someone who has kind of been where you, who is, who is and is going where you're trying to go, like, it's just really special to have someone that you could look up to and talk to. And I think a lot of times in our industry, a lot of people don't get that. Mm. And I think it could make the biggest difference. But, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Ashley Judd, and she loves UK. I love UK. So, I mean, (laughs) hopefully one day that'll be able to happen and I can meet her and chop it up with her. How cool would it be, like, the day that y'all meet and she just like knows all of your stats and everything. What, what would your reaction be? Oh my gosh. That would be so crazy. <laughs> I don't even know. It would be very flattering, but I don't know. It'd be really cool. She's such a big fan. I could see that. So I just want to put that out there in the atmosphere. So are there any, any famous people in your family that you're related to in sports or otherwise that we might know? Um, not that I know of. I know that my older half-brother, his side of the family is related to Marvin Gaye, which is pretty cool. But me in particular, no, I don't think so. That is so great. Is everybody related to like a soul singer? Because my mom's side (laughs) of the family. Yeah, my mom's maiden name was Ruffin, and her second cousin was David Ruffin. And we still got a lot of people up in Detroit. I know everybody's got a soul singer in the family. That's that's crazy. (laughs) That was the thing to do back in the day. <laughs> While we're on the topic of celebrities and, and soul singers, you beat Chris Brown in a game of horse. How, how did this okay, game even come? Yeah, that. come on, let's come on. <laughs> I was playing Chris's friends, and I was killing them in horse. And he came over and watched literally like the last couple of shots, and he saw me beat his friend. And then I was like, all right, are you next? And he was like, no. Nah. He didn't. He basically said he didn't want to lose on his home court, <laughs> so he refused to play me, which was cool. I mean, I still went home a champion. For some reason, I like imagine him like dancing off after he said that. <laughs> if, if that had ended, or was it just a regular walk? <laughs> it was a regular walk. <laughs> this is the podcast where the fans meet. Funny main podcast. At one point in your career. You started getting comparisons to uh, Skylar Diggins and a few other players, but not not for your hooping skills, for the looks. <laughs> but just throw it out there. It's just based on looks. <laughs> I guess the guys and some in the media disagreed that this is an attractive lady. Like, how many crushes and, and DMs and madness did you start receiving after these articles and Tumblr start going out? And, and how did you how did you kind of handle that that uh, that new attention? I'm kind of like a. It's interesting. I'm kind of shy until people get to know me, 
So for all that attention to come at first, I was just like, whoa, like, what is this? Like, this is new. It kind of just, like, tickled me <laughs> in a sense where it's like, wait, people are, like, looking at little old me from, like, little old Kentucky. <laughs> like, we don't do much over here. We just, like, chill, you know? Right. So, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of cool, I guess, in a sense where it's, like, never really happened before. But I don't know. The comparisons to me, it's just, like, it's other people's opinions, and it's what you make it. If you want to, like, let that ruin or run your life, then you do. And if not, you just, like, take it for what it is and just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's all love, and I'm for love. So <laughs> I'm okay with it. This is the Funny Man Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a one-on-one class on how to be physically beautiful and mentally humble. Did did you hear that? That's rare <laughs> nowadays. But Keila Snowden has got the juice, the humble juice. Yeah, she she's a Lexington girl. You were born overseas, but was that a army thing or? Yeah, my parents were in the army. And what what town and country were you born? Oh, in? I was I was born in Frankfurt, Germany. What age did you move back to the to the states to Kentucky? Well, actually, after Germany, we moved to Trinidad for a little bit. That's where my mom and her family are from. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to the, to Kentucky. My parents were stationed in Kentucky even before I was born, and my dad is from Kentucky. So Kentucky has always been, like, where my roots are, you know? So basically settled into Kentucky when I was about four, five. If you had your choice between the three, if you had to stay in one for the rest of your life, would it be Frankfurt, Trinidad, or good old Lexington? Oh. Well, I haven't been back to Frankfurt since I was young, so I'm not even sure what that looks like anymore. Um, Kentucky's always home for me, but honestly, I think I'm going to go to the island. <laughs> so you know what? I don't even know how you took so long. Because my first time, like, if she didn't say the island, like Trinidad, what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> What are you talking here? You once had a, uh, a a show. I don't I don't know how far it went. Of course, I had you know me and my people doing our little digging. Okay, we were just googling, but you know we're doing <laughs> our research. You had a show called Kicking It with Key. Was that like a, a internet thing? Did it did it did it get off the ground or give us so, a little bit of insight? Yeah, Kicking It with Key was something that I created basically right after high or right after college and. It was something that I was trying to do to kind of just, I guess, freshen my skills, like just keep the momentum going. Because I initially wanted to do broadcasting and hosting and mm. interviews and all that stuff. So Kicking It With You was just a base, based on interviews that I did with people that I knew, like friends of mine who I knew would had a following and that would be willing to come on the show. So, yeah, that was something that I'm actually considering revamping. Not the exact same way. Obviously, I wanted to be more evolved and more relevant right. and somehow incorporated into what I'm doing now. So I don't know. We'll see. Kicking it with key might be relaunched here pretty soon. <laughs> Maybe I can partner with some people and come up with something completely different. I don't know. I'm just kind of open to whatever at this point. I would definitely tune into that. You just an uh, uh, interesting <laughs> person with a lot going on and having played for UK. I just, I gotta know like, what is the experience going up against the Yukon women Huskies? Like, what are, are they as tough in real life as they appear on TV? What did, just just give me 
your thoughts going into that game and then how you felt after that? Um, well, I think a certain level of mental preparation and physical preparation has to go into a game like that. And yes, they are extremely tough. I mean, they've been the number one team consistently forever for the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years, probably longer than that. But they're just always a force to reckon with. I mean, their coach is outstanding. He completely knows the game of basketball and knows how to motivate and encourage his players in every way to get them to work hard for him and to play for him and I think that's the most important thing as a coach being the leader of the team so yeah I mean hats off to UConn for being such an amazing program I would say going into that game it's more or less just like sticking to your game plan sticking to what your coach has basically what your coach gets paid the big bucks to do (laughs) right 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 this is the funny man podcast Chopping it up right now with Keela Snowden, former UK basketball player. And I, I think there's certain programs, you know, in college athletics. There's the UConn women in basketball, uh, the UK men in men's basketball, Alabama, of course, on the, uh, on the football side of things where I, I always wonder about their opponents. Like going in, is that the – yo, we finna give it to him, like, get your mind right, or is it, oh, God, what have we got into? <laughs> I mean, I it just looks it so good. it depends on where your team is personally as well. Like, if you're a competitor and you're a possible contender against these top programs, then you're going into it like, this is the day we're beating them, like, we deserve it, coming to kick butt, like, no one's stopping us. That's the mindset. But I could see where there's teams who might not be as good and you're just like, oh, crap, let's just get this over (laughs) with. Like, we're just not prepared enough no matter how many times we practice or how many many of their plays and stuff we know. It's just not happening. And that's the reality of the sport. Have you had a chance to meet Coach uh, John Calipari? And if so, like, what what type of guy is he he likes? Because he seems like I can't really read him. Every time I watch an interview, it's 30 for 30, or he just seems like <laughs> such a salesman. Like, he, I understand why guys follow him because he be having me ready to do stuff. And I'm like, he ain't asked me anything. I'm just ready to get up and do something. So, have you? Have you? That's hilarious. Well, being on the women's team, like, we are in contact with the men's side all the time. Coach Calipari, specifically, um, his relationship kind of stays within his players and his people so I guess having a personal relationship with him as like a women's player isn't really as common just because we wouldn't see him enough you know what I mean right but just from like talking to him and like being around him and his players like you can tell he's a great guy he's he has complete love for his players and I think as a player that's most important you want to know 1000 percent that your coach has your back and I think Coach Calipari is that 1,000%. Tell us, uh, as we are mostly Bama fans that are listening, I know a lot of SEC fans listening also, but tell us what the best, like the hands-down best tradition at the University of Kentucky is. Like what's the one thing weekly or daily, whatever it is, you like, I can't wait until this pops off. I'm ready. It's more or less like events that happen like once a year. For me, it's always the start of the basketball season, which is Big Blue Madness. That is like out of this world. And I mean, it's usually televised nationally to where people are able to watch it. But 
I would always recommend if you want to see UK tradition and you want to see UK basketball at its like finest, go to Big Blue Madness because you're going to be introduced to the players, the coaches, the staff, everybody. You're going to see the craziest fans in the country just having a good time and watching a practice, literally a scrimmage and getting to know the players. And it's insane. It's basically what the players like look forward to to start the season. Yeah, y'all have had some uh, huge names in entertainment to stop through that event. I remember Drake was out there one year missing all kind of shots. <laughs> and I think Yeah, he was. <laughs> he said he's so bad luck to sports, bro. Like he he wore <laughs> Alabama gear before the beginning of this season and we were like, Oh my god, are you kidding me? And we lost the championship. So we can't say that one hundred percent true. <laughs> Drake is a sports curse, I'm telling you. He was, no, he, you look, can't call him I, that. Kayla, I'm <laughs> telling you, I researched it. He was hanging out with Johnny Manziel the year before everything went south. He was hanging out with the Seattle Seahawks before they lost the Super Bowl that year. That dude is bad luck. I love his music, <laughs> but I'm telling you, he's bad luck. If anybody is like, like me, I've never been to Lexington. I've been to several cities in Kentucky, but never Lexington. I'm going to get there soon. I promise I will. When I get okay. there, what is the best place to hang out, eat in Lexington? Like, what's the what's the local favorite spot? You know, my answer is going to be a little biased, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just because, like, my dad, he has a barbecue. Like, he does barbecue, and he's done it for years. And whenever I would take my friends to, like, his barbecue, he used to do, he used to have, like, a shop. But now he mainly is starting a food truck type of thing. And... Yeah, everybody loves my dad's ribs. Yeah, we believe you. We're just waiting on you to give us the name <laughs> and the address of this place. We got to check it out. <laughs> it's called Tobago Ribs. And if, like I said, my mom's from Trinidad and Tobago. So they kind of just took the Tobago and added it on to some ribs. And yeah, <laughs> awesome. I would recommend going there for sure. Tobago Ribs. You think I won't be there? I'm going to snap you a picture the first time that I go. <laughs> You're listening to the Funny Man Podcast. We're talking to Keela Snowden, who uh, played uh, for the University of Kentucky women's basketball team. She was the uh, SEC sixth woman of the year. So basically, she's a baller. Okay, that I don't, I don't have to sell her to y'all. Like she's a <laughs> baller. We have ballers on this program. So as we're talking about uh, basketball, but it's a you know mostly a pro football pro- podcast. Who would you say? Man, I know you're biased about the ribs and the restaurants, but let's let's <laughs> drop the bias. And who would you say has the better legacy, UK basketball or Alabama football? Oh gosh! Oh my goodness! Are we really? Is this question really? Oh, there's a real question on this podcast. Well, I feel like all your listeners are going to kill me for saying this. Ah, oh, they can't. They can't <laughs> see you, they... Kentucky. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> I mean, no shade. Obviously, I respect Alabama football 100%. Like, that's incredible. But, I mean, I got to rock with the home team. I, I Trust me. I completely understand. If I'm ever on your <laughs> podcast, trust me, the, the answers will be as crimsony and as houndstoothy as they could possibly be. So, do you also follow the football team or just all sports you know, in general? When I w- – I- when I was in school, I followed everything, and obviously I had friends on multiple sports teams. But since I've been living in L.A., I'm, 
I've literally become more of just like a fan, just like on the outside, like, oh, somebody, our football or our quarterback's going to be amazing this year. Like, I'll hear things like that, but it's not like I'm super invested, like how it was when I was in score in Kentucky, in right. Lexington. But I mean, we'll see. It might change. We know the expectations of the fans on one side of UK athletics, but in football, like going into a season, what what are y'all's expectations for your football team? Is it just like, hey, <laughs> look, man, we make a bowl, that's it, or we expect to go to Atlanta? Like, what are the expectations of a football program that gets overshadowed, if we're being honest, by the basketball program? I think the expectations are still set extremely high. They're obviously going after championships and bowls and everything else. And I think as far as being overshadowed and overlooked, I think it does impact the football players and like their program. But they're still the, the highest grossing team, and that's not going to change. I mean, their stadium holds so many thousand seats compared to like a basketball gym. So, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, at the end of the day, they are the money makers in a sense. So... I don't know. There's high expectations that go into it. And as a fan, we're going to support our team and back them up 1,000%. I think people just get frustrated when you have these certain expectations and they're not met, even like the most minimum ones. It just depends. You know what? And I never even thought about that because UK basketball is such a huge brand. But, yeah, you forget that football is like it's a a breadwinner. It pays a lot of bills. Yeah, they really are. You don't just kick them to the curb. You just keep encouraging and you just pray that (laughs) the program changes. I mean, when I first went to Kentucky, we were picked like second to last in the SEC. And we ended up being second and going to the Elite Eight that year that I played. It was like crazy. So you really just can't knock a team when, when they're down because at any moment, things could change. You're listening to the Funny Man Podcast. Still chopping it up right now with a uh, wonderful young lady. If y'all y'all can tell by now, I mean, she's got the greatest personality of any like sports person that I've personally ever met. And I've met a lot of people in sports, but she's genuine. Aww, like, yeah, so the, nice. the 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 <laughs> smile is genuine. The personality is genuine. She's a genuine lady, and that's why I genuinely am happy that she agreed to do this podcast, not knowing. What kind of questions could be coming at her? One-time Hooper for the University of Kentucky. We're talking all things UK today. So, Keela, give me your, let me see, top four to five athletes in any sport to ever wear that blue and white at Kentucky. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> this is a tough question. There's so many amazing <laughs> people. Um, I'm just going to stick with the people who are currently playing and – Obviously, I love basketball, but football, I there are some people that I really do admire. I will say Randall Cobb. He's Randall Cobb comes to mind. He's a friend of mine. I love Green Bay now. <laughs> it's like, go Pack Go. Um, I will say Anthony Davis. Yeah, these are like <laughs> people that I actually seen start from the bottom and then be where they are. Like, that's pretty admirable. Um, one more person... Uh, I'm gonna say Demarcus Cousins. Oh man, you brought you brought it back to the state, the hometown <laughs> Alabama, Alabama boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, we we pray for Demarcus a lot, man. We want Demarcus to <laughs> to stay out of trouble. He's he's definitely if 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 Alabama were a person, it would be Demarcus Cousins. 
or, or Gucci That's Mane. That's hilarious. <laughs> we, see, the <laughs> thing about it, we're very nice. We're very giving. And if you know DeMarcus, he does a lot of charity work. He'll, he'll get yeah, emotional. Yeah, the sweetest guy. Yeah, but when it comes to competition, that's 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 the Alabama in them. Like all day, <laughs> we are competitive people at all costs, and I I don't think a lot of people understand him or understand how we do things in the state a lot. But before I get you out of here, I just gotta know like what are some of the lessons that you learned in basketball that translate or that you use currently in your acting career? I think people will be really surprised to know that like a lot of the core principles go into both. Where for example. Like hard work, the discipline that it takes. Um, for example, I would be staying up all night studying and like making sure I'm prepared. And on the basketball side, it's more or less like being in the gym. A lot of times I would go to the gym really late and shoot just because like that's the time where I like to clear my mind and mm-hmm. stuff. And just being able to put in hours that people aren't putting in, that's a huge, huge aspect of it. And being prepared, just being ready when your number's called, I think. And acting, it's the same. Like, any given day, one audition could change your life forever. In a basketball game, one shot or one steal could change the whole momentum of the game. So I think in that regard, there's a lot of similarities as far as the preparation and the mental toughness that it takes. At the end of the day, and you can finish this sentence, Keela Snowden's ultimate goal in life is? To inspire people and... Just continue to find my true north. I think that's something that you have to always be working towards. I don't think there's a definitive end. So, yeah. How much does faith play a role in you trying to reach that end? Oh, faith is very important. I mean, I think it's the basis for what runs my life, like just believing that anything is possible. Ladies and gentlemen, Keela Snowden. One of my favorite athletes, like uh, she doesn't remember, but when we were on set, she promised she was going to teach me how to play basketball because I can't hoop. <laughs> it's well documented. I'm going to hold her to that. Uh, maybe I get out to L.A. and Yeah, get... just let me know. Maybe we can work on your jump shot. Oh, I need to work form, on everything. More... Down. Yeah, I, I got to work on the dribbling more than anything. I got these little Burger King hands. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you, okay? <laughs> That's not important. It's not about me, but. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to represent the great University of Kentucky on this episode of the podcast. And please let everybody know, especially the fellas, because I know they're interested now, how to follow you on Instagram, (laughs) Twitter, all that good stuff. Okay. And, yes, thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. I really enjoyed this. Uh, My Instagram and my Twitter are all the same. It's just my first and last name. Keila Snowden, and that's K-E-Y-L-A-S-N-O-W-D-E-N. Fellas, if you decide to send whatever's on your mind to Keila on these social media sites, please do not let her know that you heard her handle on my show, okay? <laughs> but Keila, thank you so much, baby, and we uh, we wish you nothing but continued success, and we'll be watching and waiting for this big movie role that we know is coming. Okay. Sounds good. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, and God bless you. All right. Bye. Sports. Go, Jalen. Go, Jalen. Faith. Oh, no. God help us. Celebrities. Kiff it. Run the ball. And all things Southern. This is the Funny Main Podcast.
Miss Keela Snowden, everybody. Uh, good friend, beautiful person. Make sure that you follow her and keep up with her on everything that she's got going on. Cannot wait to give you guys more great info, more great guests on the next Funny Main Podcast. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Funny Main Podcast. For more episodes, visit FunnyMain.com or follow on social media at FunnyMain.